Grace, mercy, and peace to each of you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, if you listen to the reading that we heard just a few moments ago, you would probably conclude that we don't do it that way anymore. And it's true. We don't do it that way anymore. So, amen. Just a few thoughts, maybe. I've never known a Lutheran preacher who would pass up an opportunity to talk. But the lesson from Hebrews was all about that old covenant. We don't do it that way anymore, the temple and the tabernacles and all of that sort of thing. But you know, you certainly know, that the writer to the Hebrews was addressing an audience that was very familiar with those practices. And simply to say, we don't do it that way anymore, to that audience may not have been the best approach. These were important practices for the people of the Old Testament. To say to them, that's all gone, and now we're going to do something new, may have been a bit difficult. I, I remember, I'm old enough to remember the old hymnal. In fact, when I attended seminary here, Page 5 and 15 were the orders of the day. And I knew the hymns, I knew the words, I knew where they were located in the old hymnal, and then the new hymnal came, and some of the words were changed and the liturgies were changed. And I can understand why the people of the Old Testament, reading what the writer to the Hebrews wrote, may have been a bit confused. You mean to tell me that what we have done for generations is now gone? That we don't do it that way anymore? But that's what the writer to the Hebrews was saying. That something new had come. There was a new covenant. There was a new way of doing things. And that was not to say that the old was bad. In fact, God's plan for his people in the Old Testament was a great plan. It was meaningful. It had purpose. But now something new had come. The verses from Hebrew that we heard a few moments ago do not address specifically the new. It's kind of the prologue to what the writer picks up in verse 11 of the, of the ninth chapter, where he talks about the new. It's, it's prologue. But the purpose was not to obliterate the old, but to build upon it in explaining the new. There was a direct way to God. We know that the earthly sanctuary, tabernacle, and temple, as prescribed, 
the lampstand, the gold-covered ark, the Holy of Holies, Aaron's staff, the cherubim of the glory, and so forth, are no longer necessary. We know that there is now a very direct way to God through His Son, the promised Messiah, Jesus Christ. Our prayer, of course, is that all people would come to know the new way. And I know that as pastors and deaconesses and leaders in the church, you're going to be faced with many challenges. But let me just mention three in this connection. One, those who still hold to elements of the old. To them, you must boldly and lovingly say, work your way to salvation? We don't do it that way anymore. Live according to a long list of things that you must do in order to be a Christian? We don't do it that way anymore. Rituals and ceremonies to appease God? We don't do it that way anymore. There is but one way, as you know, and that is Jesus Christ. Another challenge might be those who have abandoned not only the old covenant, but have dismissed the new as well. You may hear them say such things as, Jesus, the only way to salvation? No, we don't do it that way anymore. The authority of Scripture? No, no, we don't, we don't do it that way anymore. There are many ways to God. The sanctity of life, the sanctity of marriage between a man and a woman, no, no, we don't do it that way anymore. And to them we must boldly and lovingly say, grace, faith, scripture, there is but one way, and we will do it that way until the Lord comes. And another challenge might be those who have no use for either the old or the new covenant. And to them we must boldly and lovingly say, you know, there's so little peace and love and acceptance and hope for the future without, without the Christ. So, if you're tired of all the ways you've tried to find something meaningful in your life, if you don't want to do it that way anymore, Christ is waiting to embrace you and to offer you a whole new way of existence. Well, those are some of the challenges, I guess, 
to give to many even in our midst the hope and promise and joy of the new covenant, the assurance of God's love and forgiveness, not because of anything we have done, not because of rituals and ceremonies, but simply because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. God grant that we will always appreciate what God has done in the past, prologue to the present and the future, that we will always understand and appreciate the fact that there is one way, it's the new way, the new direct way to God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we pray that many will join us in looking to Him alone. In His name, amen.